This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. Good evening and welcome to the Wednesday Week podcast. Um, Yes, Dan has taken a break again and he's not gone to Turkey this time. He's gone to Germany on the lash. So it's uh, it's me, Ash. I am taking over the hosting duties for your del 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 delight. I think should we go with that delight? It's not going to be a delight for your listening pleasure. Listening pleasure. Thank you, Stevie. So tonight I'm I'm joined by Simon, Ben, and Stevie to talk all things Sheffield Wednesday. So. Where should we start? I think it will be the walkover of MK Dons. So what do you think, guys? Ben, what do you think, MK um, Dons? I don't think we were that bad in first half. I think you two said it, Ash, Steve. I think you, for once, agreed on that one. Um, and, yeah, I don't, it, it, we were sloppy here and there. And obviously, the second goal especially is a... Um, Tragic def- defensive error from a mix of Iofa and, and Reese James, but yeah, I think generally, I think we were I, I, all right. <laughs> he put me off my floor now. So, for, for anyone who hasn't this video, Steve, Steve is pointing down at his sponsors, and we're sponsored by Michael Ton- Constantine Wealth Management and Manscaped. Grab 20% off your next order with code <laughs> right? We'll carry on. Um. <laughs> We've got to get in at some point, so we might as well go straight in. Um, yeah, I thought we were all right. I, I, I just thought we were a bit sloppy and just a bit off it in the first half. Um, and I, the first goal, you can do a little about. I thought initially at the time, I thought, yeah, we stood off him a bit there. But to be honest, we haven't that much. Looking back at the replay of it, it's just just well then I think he's got, got wind behind him. I think wind's caught older it and he's just caught it perfectly. Um, and there's no stopping it. Second goal, like I say, is just a defensive owler from Iofa initially to not not deal with the, the header and then Reese James don't cover himself in glory either. But for for the first goal, it's it's all Reese James that and I thought he had a, 
another brilliant game. It's good to see him back. So I think he's class, especially on that left side of um, the the back three. I think you know, for me, was done all right. Where he's been in there, but he's not he's not quite got that ability to to pick that pass. I don't think that, that Reece James can and get forward on the overlap around Marvin Johnson like Reece James can. I think that's why that sort of position suits him so well. So yeah, second half. I think they got what they deserve from trying to run clock down from about 25 minutes onwards. Um, and yeah, we we took over and then there were no doubt. Yeah, yeah, totally. Can't argue any of that, can you? I mean, uh, Simon, the the first goal and the the manner of it, it was, for me, out of the blue. What, their first goal or their ours? Their first goal. No, their, their, their first, first goal. goal. Yeah, yeah, I thought, I thought um, Dom, I was like Ben at first when I first saw it. I thought, you know, he should have been closed down quicker. He hit it sweetly. It was a great goal. Um, and looking back on it, there wasn't a lot we could do. I think we came out of the traps a little bit slow. Um, what what uh, Saturday has taught me is uh, two things. Um, firstly, that our manager is completely, is. 100% the right manager for the job. Um, the fact that he could quite easily at half-time have taken off uh, oil for and bought Flinton. Could quite easily have done that, but he didn't because I think that would have broken Dominic Iorfa in regards to his, uh, his, his spirit and, and he kept him in there. And, and also as well, um, I think what it's also teaching me is to not doubt Wednesday anymore. I think after several seasons of poor performances and losing games and, and not being able to come back from 2-1 down, this season's a completely different gravy. That we've now got a team that even at 2-1 down, uh, you cannot think we're not going get to get this back. I mean, to, 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 to score the equaliser and put then score a, a, another three goals after that, and just, it, it, just it was just, just superb. On, yeah, just on that, Simon. I mean, for what anyone can get on the internet at half time, the the Twitter meltdown that was yeah. occurring on the SWFC hashtag yeah. was embarrassing, and I it, I, it, I never I, I never felt that. Um, I I looked at the game, and they yes scored two cracking goals. No, no thing. But I didn't I did not think at one minute. And you know how grumpy and negative I am that we were going to lose that game. I really did. I think. So. I think the thing is that we've got now. The, the trouble is that Dominic Iorfi has not had the best of all seasons, um, and I will still think that he is one of the weaker of the centre backs that we've got. Um, I, I I don't think uh, he is one to play into the championship. But at the end of the day, um, maybe because Flint had come straight in. And done so well, Dom could be quite easy to become the scapegoat for those first two goals, of which I think he did at half time on on the Twitterage, etc. Um, yeah. But what we've also got to realise now is that that team isn't the fragile team that was maybe last year and the year before. The the going two one down, that there's plenty of goals in this side still, and and the the team can. Milton Keynes had been built up before the game, haven't they? There was a lot of press on the fact that they've got to put performances in and they've actually been playing quite well. But then when you actually look at the number of goals conceded, yeah. it's something like, was it 10 in two games, effectively? 
Um, now, yeah. and, and, and they did actually play, I thought, in spades, some good football until they started to sit back. And then that just allowed us to play our game. And once we got the equaliser with the penalty, there was only there was only one winner in that game. That was us. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, of course. Uh, Stevie, first half, what, what were your, your thoughts on that? I mean, it could have gone better, but obviously what the guys have said, you agree? Um, of course you don't, because you don't agree with anything. I've agreed with you. I've agreed with you for the last four or five days. I've never known anything like <laughs> it. It's, it's unreal. Um, no, I, I'd, I'd echo the things that were said about the the, the sentiments around um, I offer and um, it was James that came back in, wasn't it? And the first goal's gone in, and everybody's gone. Oh my God! Why? Why would you change a, a winning back three? Why would you change the back three? They've not conceded goals. Look at this. Look at that. He don't know what he's doing. Blah blah blah. Um, I think I mentioned last week, from my point of view, my opinion, um, we aren't going to win the league, or we aren't going to win promotion. We aren't going to get out of it. We aren't going to finish the season strongly without involving all the players. And when I say all the players, I mean we can't just pick the same eleven week in week out. And I have strong opinions to the fact that I think Darren Moore's looked at Saturday and gone, this is a game for these players because, um, whether it be the, the, the lads that they've played up top are a little bit pacier and we, we do respect to Flynn. He, he's been absolutely outstanding. I don't fancy him in a foot race against Dominic Iorfa. Whatever you think of Iorfa, he's quicker. So as you put him in and gone, right, we're going to look at that. Um, he can do whatever he wants in terms of Reese James. Uh, absolute revelation. Um, so who's going to complain about putting him in? Um, I don't think anybody would. Um, I, the first I, goal. Sorry, Steve. I think I thought it was a good game to put Rhys James back in after his injury. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, sorry. I was just going to say that goes to the point where that I was saying he, he he's picked his games, and it wouldn't surprise me if he'd looked at it last Saturday and gone, "I could potentially play you on Tuesday night, but for whatever reason." I'm going to leave you Tuesday because he did get him stripped on Tuesday um, at two 0 I think it was. Uh, he brought one of the subs on, and I've looked down, and James was stripped. He had his shirt, and he was ready to come on Tuesday night. And then for whatever ever reason, last minute, he's he's stopped, and he's put his tracksuit back on, and he's gone. No, we're going to save it, and I'm going to give you a start on Saturday. Whether that was the thinking, I don't know, but that 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 happened. Um, he's picking his games. He's picking his teams around what we've got coming up. What Simon said is absolutely right. You've got to trust him. The guys, the guys doing doing an unbelievable job at the minute. Um, rose tinted glasses because we're doing so well. But ultimately, um, we've said it before. We've said it again. It's it's great now in February, but he's got to see it through, Ante, because this this upswell of positive feeling that we've got around the club and around Darren Moore will soon disappear if we don't get promoted. Um, and I know I'm jumping ahead, way ahead in terms of everything because we're talking about the game, but you know. That 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 that's the reality of where we are, and it's a business game at the moment, isn't it? Um, the, the the first goal that they scored, um, from my point of view, that's the kind of goal that you'd want Sheffield Wednesday to concede. And if that makes sense, you want somebody to get the ball, run five ten yards, and ping it like he's never pung it before. Pung it. That's not even a word. Pung it. <laughs> um, pung it. <laughs> <laughs> you want you want him to hit it, and it's going to be an absolute worldie that the keeper Dawson had no chance. And I I, I get the bits around by for dropping off, and I get the bits about um, not being switched on and so forth. And you can argue that one way or another, but that, that's a hell of a strike, and it's twenty five yards yeah. out. 
they're going to go in. If we're going to concede goals, they're the kind of goals that you want to concede, aren't they? Um, much different to the second goal that we conceded, which again, I think I think it was more than just Iorfa that was was flat-footed. I'm not going to mention Bayers this week because I got absolutely ripped for mentioning him last week, but he's headed the ball. He could have had a shout from Liam Palmer. Uh, Liam Palmer seems to be holding onto their player rather than coming and taking it. I'd wonder if Palmer could go and win the first header rather than Bayers. Um, and then that leaves Iorfa. Oh. Uh-huh. Are you all right, Stevie? I'm, I'm absolutely fine, mate. I'll call it. I'll call it. I'm, yeah, I, I, I'm not saying he could. If, if, if Liam Palmer's listening, and he said, "Listen, <laughs> if Liam Palmer's listening, he said, no, I couldn't have done that." I'm going to be like, "Yeah, fair enough." Yeah, no. I, <laughs> but, I, I, watching watching it back, there it it's not so much a comedy of errors. It was just it was just a situation sleeping. that occurred. Sleeping. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't. Like you say, it's not a goal we want to concede, especially it, the second goal. It makes goal it look well. worse. Yeah, the second one, it makes it look worse because Iorfa ends up on his arse, doesn't he? Mm, so yeah. he, he, they, they, they almost bang into each other and he goes over and it looks like a bit of a calamity moment. But um, again, you know, at 2-1 down, everybody's up in arms in and around, the, the you know, on social media, in and around people are moaning and complaining. But reality, we have more, more of the ball in the first half than we did in the second half. Yeah. You know, we we, yeah, we yeah, dominated yeah, possession. Yeah. We had we had more shots on target. We had, uh, you know, we we I never felt that we were in danger of not getting something out of the game. Um, no, we were just that's exactly my thought. So, I, I, exactly I my thoughts. Sorry, Ash. We're just we're out the first goal. I don't think we can see the second. I think it rocked us conceding mm-hmm. that first one. Mm-hmm. And like you say, if we, it felt like if we were going to concede, it would be one like that. I don't think that. Would have considered the second one in isolation. I think. No. I think it was that 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 sort of little that, bit of panic that, that set in because we don't usually go one nil down. We don't usually concede. Not not that going, quick. Going back and, and I don't going. Think, sorry, Simon. I don't. I don't think. Or obviously, I don't know. I'm not the MK Don's manager. Uh, but them scoring that early, that quick, probably upset their game plan a little bit. I probably they probably didn't think they were going to score that quick, uh, and I know we I know we equalised pretty swift after that, and then like I said they got the second goal, and that was it. The, their game was done. They were they were trying all sorts, and we've seen it hundreds of times. Well, not hundreds, seen it a lot of times this season now. When 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 we've gone ahead or we're chasing that that's it. They've just locked up shop, trying all the dirty tactics and things, and. Throwing themselves time wasting, but to go in, to go in to the halftime break, like and and it comes out in the media with with Darren Moore's uh, chats that no, he didn't lose it, he didn't f and Jeff, he didn't they didn't give him a rollicking. He just knew what to say, probably just a calm word of obviously he saw what they were playing like that it was we were going to get back into it. Don't stress, don't don't panic. Probably calming calming thing. So. So second half starts. Um, standout before we score is Michael Smith's miss from six yards out. Oh man, yeah. I mean, we like like Steve was saying, we dominated the last ten fifteen minutes of the first half. Um, they sent to try and shut up shut up shop, and certainly when we came out in the second half. They had all 11 behind the ball. And I was just like, how are we going to break these down? Is this going to be one of these frustrating games like we had last season? Um, Smith's miss, which then led, obviously, 
we we then got the penalty. Um, obviously, which was then, a thing of beauty. It, it was, it, it was because obviously when he went up to take the penalty, you're thinking, Jesus Christ, he's just missed from like two yards out, put it over the over the bar. But he knows how to take a penalty, and and, and Smith Smith he, he, he can rifle a penalty away. That miss because how many how many strike you know get a striker? How many misses do they have in one game? You know, it, 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 a lot of staff misses before they score, but. He, he, him as a striker will have, that would have just disappeared into that bin at the back of his head, that miss, and then the penalty, cool as you like, bosh, bang at net, fantastic. It, it was a couple. It was a couple of minutes before the penalty. It was, I think, it was their number twenty-one. Forgive the name. Left back uh, got a foul, or he thought he had a foul. Rolled around, feigned injury. Yeah, got... I'm sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick uh, of it. Got... In football. It, 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 ben. I totally agree, uh, and that and I'll, it's another conversation because I know people love Stock Stockdale for doing it, and it gets red. But but we're going to see both sides, but we're always blue tinted. But he he goes off, and he's absolutely mm-hmm. hammering the, the fourth official to to let him on. Now I'm going to come on, yeah. and then obviously the throw comes in, ball bounced, handball. It was a penalty as well, absolutely. Um, and he he was just watching him. His reaction was priceless. Um, <laughs> And obviously, he couldn't, he wouldn't let him on until the penalty was took. I believe, I think that was right. So, obviously, you've you've lost a player for a, a charge down or a rebound, which didn't need really, did he? No, no. So, Stevie, you was going to say something? No, um, oh. it's it's just a, a, I'd say I probably agree with everything that was said there. I'd, I'd wonder how much I know. There's lots of I'll say it now that Lutland's gone a lot of shit housing that's going on at the minute. And it's very frustrating. There were examples and instances of it in the first half. They're, they're 24 that gave the free kick that Windass put just wide. He'd gone down all in his face in the first half yeah. in the yeah. area as well. Rolled around, gave it five seconds, got nothing, was up, then charged about for 10 seconds. And then when he gave the free kick away, went back to holding his face again. And it's, yeah. you know, that sort of stuff. They, they, you know, they've gone 1-0 up. The goalkeeper's slow timing. You know that everything becomes, and I know you. We we talk about Stockdale doing it. He doesn't take the piss in the first half. No, you know that, I mean? that's, that, that's what that's what gets me. If you if you get to the last ten minutes and you one one nil one goal up, yeah, yeah, you expect it and you accept it that yeah. all right the goal is. But when it's happening, tw- twenty five minutes first half, yeah, come on. It, the the issue is that Stockdale is the guy who smothers the ball, doesn't he? He gets down, smothers the ball, then he has to adjust his socks and this, that, and the other. There's a difference between that and feigning injury to the point where they're rolling around, they're rolling around holding the head, and it's at that point that they trick the referee into saying the trainers have got to come on, and that yeah. just just rolls it on even more. And 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 uh, the the team that shall shan't be named, who are just slightly north of Blackpool, were superb of it, weren't they? In their four games that they played us, uh, and uh, the. They, they, Milton Keynes tried suckering the referee into doing the doing the same. I actually thought the referee had a half decent game. Um, the two linesmen I thought were very poor. I thought the the, the two oh. linesmen were, were very poor. It, it, it needs it, it needs something like just an idea in my opinion. It needs something like if you're going to go off, you're staying off for for three minutes, regardless. And then if you if you're properly injured, then you know that's giving you three or five minutes. It's giving you that bit of time. 
to actually just get bring yourself out whatever knock you've taken and mm. you, you know you can come back on if you don't go proper injury don't have physios on and don't go off pitch don't don't mm. don't bother effing about this, this the, yeah this is the argument with the uh, 60 minute thing where they play 60 minute game and they stop the ball every time it's dead or yeah, stop, they've been, yeah, I've seen, I've seen, they've done trials of that, and I, I don't exactly know how it's gone or anything. But yeah, for me, that is that's it's, it's getting part of the game, which it doesn't. Want, I don't want it to be part of the game. No, it's got, it's got worse marketably yeah. over this season. Um, and and is that is that in every game? Because I don't watch a lot of other football, or is it is it just when they're playing us? You know. I don't think it. I don't think it has got worse. I, I think maybe five years ago, uh, this this new term of game management came in, didn't it? And we all started talking about managing the game. Um, and I think that's a wider issue. I think we are susceptible to it now because we're top of the league. Yeah. If we're yeah. if we're mid table and teams are coming to Hillsborough to to grind out one all draws, or you know to look to 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 get one on on the counter and you know. To be competitive against Sheffield Wednesday in front of twenty thousand people, whatever it'll be, I don't think people are going to slow the game down. I think they're going to come in. They're going to go right. We're in a big stadium. We're going to come and play our football. We're going to go and show you what we're all about. I think the fact that we're top of the league, we're playing the football that we're playing. We're we're getting the results that we're getting. We're scoring the goals that we got. We're scoring and keeping the clean sheets. People are coming towards and going. Shit, I don't want to concede today. Or I don't want to be steamrolled. And I made the point that we, we were talking about, um, I think Morgan took a couple of batterings, didn't they, um, before playing us um, against Bolton and one of the other teams that were up there. Um, they expect, yeah, they expect to get a hiding when they come to Sheffield Wednesday. So they are going to settle with this low block and they are going to come and look to frustrate us and slow the game down and manage it. And that happens in the first half because people don't want to be, they don't want to come to Wednesday and get arsehole. And if they come and try and play football and they come and try and be expansive and compete against us, um, that's going to happen. So it, it, it is what it is. It's a, it's a good feeling when someone says that team are expecting to come to Hillsborough for a trouncing. It, it is, isn't it? That's the that's the feel good factor we've we've got at the minute. Um, yeah. But I mean, we get we get the equaliser penalty, and then, like I said, for me, it was a training game. To be honest, uh, it was there was no threat from from MK Dons at all. Um, I mean, third goal, Ben. What, what? Third goal, Gregory's goal. Gregory, um, Gregory's goal. Oh, well, the sub, sub. So he brings Gregory on. Yeah, obviously brings Gregory on, which which, which went down a tree, I think, with the fans. I mean, he's he's not had a lot of game time for whatever reason, injuries and selection and things. So. Yeah, he needed that, didn't he? He needed that. Yeah, he needed the goal. I mean, I can't remember the last goal he did score, but he's had that bit of a drought. He obviously missed the penalty against Fleetwood. Fleetwood, yeah, I think it was. One-one now. Yeah, that that probably didn't help his confidence, but he offers he offers more than just goals, and we know that. Like, a cracking pair of trousers by side. Oh, look at them side. <laughs> When we done that, needs clipping, mate. Get that clip. <laughs> yeah. Why, why are you taking the piss of my um, lounge pants? So everyone, obviously, that's listening on your uh, chosen uh, streaming service, uh, but not on YouTube. Simon has just displayed what can be described as hideous, fire, fire? hideous, 
Oh, yeah. they, they, they've got minions with hearts on. They were a Valentine's present, mate. I mean, you know, love is still alive in love love is still alive in Northampton, and um, obviously right. due to um, due to our, our fantastic sponsors, you know, things are, are, are well looked after in that region. <laughs> um, <laughs> put us totally off there. We were talking about Gregory and. and <laughs> Oh. I mean, if if you have missed Valentine's Day, then it's still not too late. You can get your Manscaped products. So, and you, you, you... <laughs> <laughs> ben, is there a, is there a discount code, Ben? Is there a yeah, discount there code, is. Ben? There is, yeah. And how much how much do you get off, Ben? Uh, you get twenty percent off. I, I think if we click a button, Ash might even be able to play it along the bottom of the screen. In three, two, one. Look at that. That's enough. That's enough of this, the the. The bollocks of sponsorship crap. Quite literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no pun intended. But yeah, great, great guy. He's, you know, he had a great game note for that. Builds a bit of confidence for, for the running because I think that trio that you can rely on the Windass, Smith and Gregory, um, in whatever format, whether you're, you're a, as we were, a goal down and you, you're just wanting to throw a caution to wind a little bit. Um, you can play Gregory and Smith together for me from start if needs be. I don't think it's a case of what one or the other. Although you know, most of the time you are probably going to play one or the other, but they can play together. I don't think they clash too, too much. And yeah, I, I, I think it, it changed the game really going with that three, three up top. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, Gregory does offer a hell of a lot. I know we got the goals last season, but he does offer a hell of a lot more than that. Uh, it was good to obviously get um, a fortuitous fourth, should we say, from Smith. A bit of uh, um, oh, oh yes, sir, at the back with the, the guy with the hand up, um, Steve. Can we talk about whether or not we thought it was a foul in the build-up to the third? <laughs> See, at the time I thought it was, but on the replay, I'd say no. In, if you t- the, 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 oh, the issue, the issue I've got. If you look at the whole game and the the games that we have played, that has not been given anywhere else on the pitch. There's been numerous times where Smith has tried to go for a header and he's had two hands in the back. Uh, Ipswich, um, I don't think it was Smith, but the, they did it a couple of times. So I think for me, no. But because it's in the area, maybe I know it's not a foul for a penalty. But on the attacking side, I don't think it was a foul, personally. But then again, I thought Greg um, Baez's goal was rightly disallowed. So I know fuck all. Um, I, I asked the question because um, I, I, I agree with you, by the way. I asked the question. I didn't think it was a foul. Um, <laughs> um, I think. Who you are know... you and what have you done with Stevie Spence? All right, there you go. I don't know. We, we we just seem to be agreeing on everything. Maybe it's because we're top of the league. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. No, no, um, no, I'd, I'd seen I'd seen some bits where people were questioning it and they've clipped the build up and you're going to get the outrage from, ironically enough, you're going to get the, obviously you're going to get the MK Dons ones, but when it's when the, the Ipswich and the Derby fans and those that are in and around us start jumping on and going, Oh look at this, you know, blah blah blah. It's it's it's, it's almost like a a warped privilege that we don't get these decisions um, against us. 
Um, and a couple of people have said it's it's a blatant foul, and I didn't think there was anything blatant about it. We can no, the fact that we're no, debating no. whether it was or it wasn't. And I've mentioned something. I, I, I apologise. I can't give credit to the uh, the the Twitter handle that I was talking to or disagreeing with. Um, but they talked about the fact that um, you look at the way that the the defender gets up and he's gesticulating straight away. And from my point of view, he goes down and he doesn't appeal until the goal goes in. Um, you know, he's he's on the floor, the goal goes in, and then he gets up and starts looking around and puts his arms out like that. Because in a game, that happens. You know, people will... They, you, you're going to put contact on another player. It's a, it's a contact sport. Um, and people are going to lean on each other. And, you know, people listening now might, might very well disagree with me. I thought it was physical. I didn't think it was a foul. Um, from my point of view, um, those sort of decisions over the course of 90 minutes and over the course of a period of time within a season, they balance themselves out. And I think we've had more crap decisions given against us than we've had given for us. Um, and even if it was, again, I don't think it was. I, I, I think over the, the balance of the last three, four games, that balances itself out, evens itself out quite quite nicely. Yeah, I've uh, I've got that Twitter handle here, Steve. If, uh, it's at Boohoo Tractor Boys. <laughs> I think we'll discuss we'll discuss um, this sort of thing a little further when we talk about the Marvin Johnson issue uh, after we, yeah, we yeah, spoke we'll, about we'll, that. Because, we'll get, we'll um, get on to the uh, the good and the great of decisions and refereeing and and all sorts of things like that. I mean, it it was like like I've said three times now, a training game, and we just went through the motions and obviously the man at the moment uh, got his goal. Um, so, I mean, good header for me. What do you don't look at me like that? Liam Palmer didn't score. Give over. George <laughs> Come on, man. Well, the, that, that, that was, that was like a, a training exercise because um, he actually, as he was running into the box, he stuck his arm up in the air and said, I'll have that mm -hmm. on my head. Uh, and 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 literally the ball went on his head and he scored it. You know, it 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 was almost like uh, bibs against skin sort of thing. It it was it was really it 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 was just a training go around uh, goal, um, but a great finish. Uh, and yeah, header and that, that just finished. Yeah, that, and that just finished him off, didn't it? That was just the icing on the on the cake, really. I think we could have had more, but you know, we're not going to moan at five, are we? No, 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 definitely not. I mean, it was um, a great result. Uh, obviously, a shaky start. Um, Stevie, stupid question. Did you agree with the Man of the Match award? <laughs> stupid question. Uh, um, yeah, I thought... I thought he was solid throughout. I thought he was, he was um, no complaints. I don't think he's put a foot wrong, but he, he rarely does. Um, the clamour... Although Bayers is the man of the moment, I think the clamour for from from the majority of people that I saw was Reese James. Um, I thought James yeah. ran ran in a close second, in my opinion. I've got no arguments with people saying that he played well either, as well. Um, but if you look at the the way that he went forwards in the first half, Liam Palmer, you look at what he did um, in possession of the ball, the breaks it made into uh, the penalty area in the first yeah. half. He's he's clipped the ball that's hit the bar, hasn't he? Um, that was, interplay. It was the last, yeah, it was the last. The interplay between him and Mr. Denner and going down um, was, was ridiculous. And it might be that just that little bit of the one two in 
Um, and the fact that he was still so energised in the last 10, 15 minutes might have given the nod over over Reece James. Um, bear, bear in mind how good he was at getting forward. He was actually playing uh, as a centre-back, not as a wing-back yeah. as well. Yeah. You know, and, and, yeah. and this is the thing that he brings to the game is, and um, and that's it's a shame because his wings are slightly clipped in regards to the fact that he's not playing wing-back. But he does bring that ability to be able to bring the ball forward, but he can also pass a ball, and he can play a ball, and he can shoot, which is puts him on that level of Dom can bring the ball forward, but his passing is nowhere near as good as, as what Liam's is. Um, yeah. and, and that's what he adds to it. And then what I've noticed is whoever's playing wing-back drops into that centre-back position to cover him. And that's what happens a lot now is that you see it with Reese James as well when he went, ventures forward. Marvin Johnson will come back and cover uh, and and that what what we have now is a, is a whole team mentality. Is I was going to say, Steve made a comment earlier on about the uh, the team as a whole are all going to get chances in playing, and we discussed this quite a while ago in regards to I think John brought it up in regards to the size of our squad. It will pay those dividends as the season goes on, and that's what it's doing now. It's paying those dividends because we've got cover because the guys who came on who, who were brought on to replace. You know, Gregory coming on. Um, I think Backinson came on, didn't he? Uh, Hunt. Yeah, you know, the, these these Dennerin. They're they're fitting in, and and they are actually square pegs going in square holes now, and they they are all fitting into a system that that Moore is wanting to play, and we're not relying as much on Bannon either, which is great. And Bannon is not letting people rely on him as well. Volks is getting involved. Byers is getting involved. Everybody everybody has got a job. And if it needs a Bannon-esque pass, Bannon will get involved. But we're not relying on him like we did last season, where it was just get the ball to Bannon, just get the ball to Bannon. Volks has come into the... I mean, Volks has come on. Bannon getting injured was the best thing that could happen to, to Volks because it's allowed him to have a run in the side and get his fitness back and get his match fitness back. And that now gives us, with him, Byers, and also uh, a Bannon, Gives us so many alternatives in that middle of the park that teams can't cope with it, cannot cope with it, because they are all three different types of players. Yeah. Yeah. Can't. Well, Simon. You're Bosh. <laughs> Bosh. Yeah. yeah. And, a headset drop there. And so what I we know. need to do is drill into our heads now. And what I've done now is that the fact is, when we get to 90 minutes, let's not get this mentality out of red that we're going to fuck it up. Because we're not, and we're, let's get it out. Two one down. The the Twitter is social media, and it is only five, six, seven, eight people. But to scream the loudest. Immediately thought the wheels had fallen off. You know, we've got to get ourselves in the head that we're a far better team than we were twelve months ago. Uh, and by the additions that our managers made to the team, and also not just to the team, but on the coaching side as well. We've obviously got new coaches in as well, and the whole way that team plays is is so much different to this time last season. Uh, and and I don't fear anybody anymore. Personally, I don't fear anyone. Are you, are you all right? Have you had like a bit of afternoon delight? Or I've been on holiday, on, haven't I? Hey, I've been a week away in the sun. Oh, Steve, so. you were going to say you were going to yeah, totally you weren't you? No, just a couple of bits. I think the 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 Bannon point is one that's worth mentioning. It's been two or three games now where he's been, he's not seen ninety minutes out, and I think that's. That's interesting in the sense that it sort of endorses everything that's been said. We're no longer going, Bannon must play 90 minutes. And I think that's going to give him a longevity throughout the rest of the season, which is really important because whatever you say about Byers and Volks, 
He's our captain. He's still our talisman as far as I'm concerned. And I know that other people on the podcast tonight and other people listening will say that other people are now better and more important. I don't think that matters. And I've got no real strong opinions about it. But you have to look after Barry Bannon because Barry Bannon is an absolute Rolls Royce. It's not a competition against between him and Byers. The fact that we've got both of them is really, really important. And the fact that Bannon is giving Byers seven, eight years or whatever it may be, um, is also testament to the fact that we've got to look after the guy. And that that's really important. important. Um, the other point I was going to make has totally gone out of my head now because I'm talking about Bannon and I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll take over a little bit. I, just on that midfield three, I don't think I'm being naive or over-ambitious or unrealistic. It sits comfortably in championship. You don't need to touch that midfield. When no, agree. He's gone in, everyone. He's gone in. Ben when, has gone when. in. It's when it's 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 <laughs> when not if and hey, I'm all with, I'm on that bus as well, mate. And 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 when there's the, the time for that conversation, but when when that time does come, you, that midfield three stays exactly the same. You 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 strengthen around it, but it's it's good enough for championship. It's good enough right to now. it's good enough to be at least mid table. I think we're a good side around it. Yeah, that was kind of the linked onto the point I was going to make. Actually, um, we are sitting, and as Simon has said, it was the players. Sorry, it was the fans that were talking about how all of a sudden we don't need to worry, and we don't need this, and we don't worry about that. We we've got to keep as a supporting fan base, in my opinion, just offer a little bit of gravity. We've got to keep our feet feet on the ground because we are, and we've said this a lot on the podcast in the last few years. We're a very fickle bunch, aren't we? Uh, but it'll only take a nil-nil draw at Charlton and then dipping against Peterborough and all of a sudden Moore's out, more out, he's not got a clue, you know, blah, blah, blah. Whereas, you know, 10 days can make such a, a significant change and a significant difference in the way that we, we, we think and we feel about things. Um, I'm as optimistic as I am, and I share it, um, and as pro Darren Moore as I have been throughout the process all the way from last season... Um, I'm still keeping my feet firmly on the ground because I don't think the job's done yet. Um, and until we are, yeah, until until we are mathematically promoted, that'll be yeah, great. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But so, we, we we've got to we've got to calm it a bit as well. Totally agree. Uh, totally agree. Cheers, guys. That's I mean that's that's Charlton. So um, it's MK Dons. For... Oh, well, I'll tell you what. Sorry, you, you're on a bit. I'm just so happy for Charlton. I just can't wait for it. That's all. That's why I'm, I'm fast forward. But thank you. That was MK Dons. Um, and just for a break, here's our word from our sponsors. The Wednesday week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. Blair, I've put you. I've put you on specially. I've brought you onto the side to talk about men's grooming downstairs grooming. <laughs> Well, as you know, I'm the biggest men's grooming guy in the biz today, Foot. Well, of, of course you are. Of, of course you are. I, and I know that you're a big gym guy. I know you're a big runner. And have you ever been out and about and all of a sudden you've got what can be described as a small fire down there? It's as red as a fire engine down there sometimes, Foot. Well, I tell you what, that's a good point. Because uh, right now, the Wednesday week for the next few weeks is going to be brought to you by Manscaped. And we're giving away... Well, we're giving away uh, discounts on the Manscaped 4.0 bundle. What's in, what's it include? I've got it, it's the performance package, mate. Uh, you've got the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, 
weed whacker, yeah, a crop reviver toner. So, you know, it brings it back <laughs> if you need it. Uh, perfor- performance boxer briefs, if uh, if performing is an issue for you, mate. I'm fully seated, but, you know. <laughs> F- fully seated. I-, I enjoy that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, and then we've got all, all the bits that'll keep it off the bathroom floor. Uh, we've got, um, well, it's waterproof. It cuts down the um, the issue that you might get. It helps reduce the likelihood of getting an ingrowing hair as well. Perfect. And that's you know what I mean? from a Gillette fan. In it, in it. So <laughs> I thought you'd be a fan. So listen, you guys back home, you guys watching and listening right now, uh, you can get a discount on this if you enter the code TWW20 into the uh, into the checkout at the end, and you can get yourself a 20% discount. That's the Manscaped 4.0 bundle. Get on it. The Wednesday Week is also brought to you by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. I bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. Thank you very much for that, guys. And um, so, second part of the show... Where should we start? Should we start on a bit of, not negativity, but a bit of, uh, I don't know what, the, well, it is negative, it is a bit with the uh, the news that Marvin Johnson has been charged for his alleged elbow. So, I mean, what do you think? I think we, we did talk about it at the time, um, obviously with the review of the Ipswich match, but I mean, further down the line now, um, it's a non-story, surely. <laughs> Surely, come on. The problem you've got is this follows on from the disallowed goal against Plymouth, doesn't it? Where um, we were right royally screwed, in my opinion, by somebody watching um, the replay on on the screens, which, as anybody noticed now, they don't have. You know, unless it's absolutely nailed on that there's no contentious issue, they don't play the replay anymore. Um, And this, following the Ipswich game... um, I remember we watched it in a bar on holiday and there, were, there was no sign of, of, of what had happened in regards to who had knocked the, the guy down to the ground. He gave a penalty, but he didn't card anybody or anything like that. And then all of a sudden, these tweets from Ipswich fans, strange enough, have footage somebody videoing it, tagging in the EFL, constantly tagging in the EFL. And there's a number of other, is it um, League One banter or whatever they call There's a number of different... Uh, Twitter feeds that were showing it and, and then obviously your Derby fans and anybody and everybody jumped on the bandwagon to, to bring it up saying and, and it was from one angle. It was from one angle. It was it was or, or if anything it was two angles but both in the same sort of it didn't really prove anything. You know, and, and now, according to evidence shown, which will be this footage from people's mobile phones, they're gonna they're charging him with this con this conduct charge. Do you, do you all agree, disagree, have no thing about fan footage being used in this? If, if it is, hard. if it is, I, we can't, we, it's the old, uh, what, what other season all the but, but the, it's got to be because there's no other footage. The, I think the I follow footage didn't catch anything. No. At the time, at the time, the assistant couldn't send him off because he didn't know who it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how or why the EFL are going round like this. What's What's your thoughts, Stevie? You You sat there looking a bit. Um, I think Ben was going to jump. In. I'll, I'll, ju- I'll I'll go quick and then I'll let Ben offer his. I I couldn't be more against using fan footage. I think that opens an absolute can of worms that once once it's out there, 
um, you get nothing back. Um, you know, it's it's you know, we, we've got enough going on with trying to police VAR at the top level. Um, if we are looking at using that sort of footage at this level, we've got enough money in the game nowadays. Get VAR down, look at those sort of issues there. The fact that he's being charged by footage, which allegedly it's the fan footage that somebody's recording and then sent on, I think is an absolute joke. An absolute joke. And I'm not just saying that because it's against our club. I've got strong opinions as to whether or not it should have been given. Um, I don't believe it should have been given. I don't think he strikes him in the face. He's gone down holding his jaw. He does swing an elbow, but if you look, he swings it one way, then swings it the next. The footage is is nicely edited to not show, or it does show the fact that obviously the guy is grabbing hold of him for a period of time before, and he's just trying to wrestle himself free. All right, Johnson's gone like that, uh, but he's gone down like a sack of spuds um, and, and, and made an absolute meal of it. Um, so for me, I, d- I don't think he... It's right to charge him. If I'm honest with you, he's going to get charged in tees. It's going to end up being a three-gamer, I think. Um, and that's the best that we can hope for, uh, unfortunately. But I think it's setting an absolute dangerous precedent. Well, that leads into the Smith thing, because the Smith thing, again, um, people were hashtagging uh, the EFL after the, the the supposable push on the MK Dons player. So there are immediately people are hashtagging the EFL to try and get the EFL. And again, that was fans' footage. That's the precedent, isn't it? That's the precedent. It is. Because now what you're doing, you're going to do this and you watch it, it'll happen again and it'll happen again. I can't speak for whether or not it's happening in other um, clubs and other supporting fan bases. But I don't know. And I'm not that kind of person that's going to go, right, what's happening at Bolton, Barnsley or wherever. I see what's in front of me because I, I consume what I consume. But... The mm-hmm. fact that it's happened twice um, in, in in quick succession, it worries me because I don't think it's something that should be happening. Um, you know, you, it is what it is. You know, the, a decision has been made on the field to charge somebody retrospectively. And, I, and I'm fully expecting somebody to turn around now and go, but this is what the law says and they're allowed to do that and blah, blah, blah. To my knowledge, you can't get fan footage off a mobile phone and go, right, we're going to charge you based on what John Smith in row. 16 CF said or saw uh, five days ago. I think I, I think that's a nonsense. Ben, I, 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 I were under illusion that if if the on-field, if, I, I may be wrong, I must be wrong because otherwise I wouldn't do it, but I thought that if the on-field officials had, had, had acted on what they'd seen, i.e. given the penalty and not booked yeah. him, I... I I didn't think you could then retrospectively go back. You know, if they completely missed it and not given a foul or anything, they've missed it. But they haven't. They've seen it because the, the, they've acted on it and they've given the penalty. Um, yeah. That law may change. But, you know, I, what, what? I'm, I'm not worried in ter- I'm not worried in terms of we can we we can do without Marvin Johnson. But that's not the point. I, I, and for that, I agree with what's already been said. That it's it's just odd to me that. If they have used fan footage, which we've we've got no reason to assume that they haven't, because as we say, there's no there's no footage of professional cameras or the you know yeah. actual. It's not like game. it was on ITV or BBC or anything. You no, know, like a cup no. game, is it? No, it just seems no. it just seems odd to me um, it, that they yeah. go back and 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 do that. And yeah, I, I just but, think it's, I, I, I've got no real strong opinion. 
because I, I think that we're, we're strong enough side. But if that happens to a side that's not strong enough and not doing well, battling against relegation, then the way out, the, the, the best player for three games. It's not yeah. right, whoever it happens to. Yeah, no, I, look, think, three, I think three, three whatever matches. happens, I think if um, whatever happens, uh, they've set a precedent, like you said, and it'll be every time now something happens on, in whichever game, whether it's being a penalty decision, red card, offside, or anything. And there's because everyone knows there's 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 people out there that sit there for ninety minutes recording the game. You know, either if it's selfie or if they turn around for goals or penalties or or whatever. So there's going to be so you're going to be having people. Asking the EFL, oh, can you have a look at this person's Twitter because he's got recording of X Y Z doing X Y Z. So I don't want it to go that that far because I think that's what's going to happen. You know, because everyone will jump on it and go, this this happened in my game EFL. Can you have a look at which it seems like Ipswich have done or or whatever. Yeah. It does to me, yeah. and then yeah. that's like Ben said, the 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 punishment was given, which was a penalty. Um, so that well, that was it. I, I don't. If you can do that, if you some of the fouls that people give away and stuff, it's retrospective. They'll be you, yeah. you're going at it. The, the appeals and the the. I, the, I think the will be going forever. I think, I think to be honest with you, Ben's nailed it. You know, the Ben's entire Ben's is the mic drop tonight. That, you know, the, the the whole stuff around him, his perception of what's allowed the referee's decision, what's been done. Um, it's right. the The decision was made. Referees made it. Um, how how you go back and then double down on it and go right? We're going to do this again. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that if if the referee sends him off there and then, I'm not sure we'd argue because while the you know it, uh, Wes Burns or whoever it were, is yeah, is grappling with him. I don't think Marvin Johnson looks right. I don't think he means to catch him or whatever. He doesn't he don't look, look round. He, he might look like that, but he doesn't look round to see where he is and go, have one of them. It, it's, it's that, isn't it? It goes like that just to try and get him off him. If he catches him, he catches him. If referee sends him off there and then and thinks it's violent conduct, fine. But I just think that it's it's wrong that they've, that they've given the penalty and they've acted on it. So they've seen yeah. something, but... This, this is a player is, as well who's fallen yeah. over several times beforehand. You know, it, 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 like we've already been talking about simulation, he'd already done that several times before that particular time when he went down. Mm. Yeah, well, whatever will be, will be. And I'm sure Sheffield Wednesday will deal with it. Marvin Johnson, Darren Moore will deal with whatever, if any, consequences come of it. So, moving on. So, obviously, we're in great form at the minute. And I, for, I know I should know this, because, but we are 19 unbeaten. Is it, if we, Avoid defeat on Saturday. Is that the club, club record, record for unbeaten? Thank you yep. for backing up. So, what what's your thoughts on that? Obviously, it's a stupid question because obviously we're top of the league, but the way we've gone about it, and, and no doubt Darren Moore has got no records that he's bothered about in his um, vision at all. He just wants to play. So, it, it's, it's a good stat to have. It's great in the season, top of the league. So, just, just an overall thought on what your perception of that is, and I'll go with Simon. Go on, go Simon first. I think I've already discussed it, haven't I, in regards to the team he's put together and the midfield mm. he's put together. We've, we've, we've had our sticky patch before Christmas, the couple of draws, etc. 
you know, Bannon going out injured has, has given us a lease of life. Volks came in, obviously, uh, wasn't match fit. Um, he, he's he's managed to, you know, every time we've we've come up with an issue, I like the Johnson thing. If he is banned, Moore will find somebody to fit into that position where we won't think we we I think we'll miss him, but we'll uh, he'll find somebody It'll be to. Palmer, won't it? Mr. Well, it, it Mr. depends who falls position. back as a falls back as a centre back. You know, they might move Dom across, but obviously McGuinness left, and we're all, you know, he he is somebody who's quite irreplaceable. But he's brought Flint in, who will head through a brick wall. Um, you know, the the drop in Stockdale, bringing Dawson in, that's inspired. You know, he's not been afraid to make changes, despite you know how many games like the Plymouth game, coming to the Plymouth game. You know, he made a few changes. Well, like Jesus, it worked. You know, he, he he has picked the right team to play the the only one game where we've we've not performed was the Barnsley game at home. Um and and maybe Fleetwood away in the cup. Um ever since then we have put a shift in and we've ground those results out. Recently we've been scoring a lot of goals and we're just going about it like a machine. And um he's got it right this season. He has really got it right. He's learned from his mistakes. And one of the things I said at the end of last season was, you know, when we're talking about should he stay or should he go, was if he learns from his mistakes from that season, first season in League One, and he learns from those mistakes, then, you know, more he has to stay. And he's learned from those mistakes. You know, the, the, yeah. those you know those games like the Wimbledon game and, and the stuff like that, he's, he's had, I like to say, the Barnsley game, maybe this, the, the, the Plymouth away where he made the substitutions was a little bit of a mistake there. But other than that, we were a slick oiled machine and and um we're grinding the results out. We haven't lost a game since October the fourth, other than obviously in the cup. October the fourth. That's the last time we lost a game. Yeah, yeah. Some uh, some going Stevie, what's your uh, obviously like said like I say it's a stupid question, but just your thoughts on it. Like I said, Darren Moore. Um yeah, I I I agree uh with with, with Simon. He's I think it's a difficult one to ask my opinion now because when it was shit, I was still saying give him time and, you know, it'll come good and, and, and so forth. Um, I think the run that we're on at the moment is it's one of those that it's one of the, it's almost a pinch me sort of thing at the minute because we've been through that much shit over the last two, three years since, since that first Carlos season, really. Because even though we finished higher the year afterwards, um, it was never quite right, was it? Uh, and then we, we we've we've dipped for a good four or five years, and we've we've had a lot of negativity and a lot of worry off the field. It just feels at the minute like everything is sort of clicking and everything's going right. Um, I look at more. I look at the, the the players that he's brought in. I look at the staff that he's bringing in. I look at the the loans that he's done. Um, I think one of the most incredible things that he's done this season is not actually signing more than one player in January. Um, what a statement that was, by the way. You know, we you're looking down, and everybody did it. All the Wednesday fans did it. We were looking at Ipswich doing bits and spending money. Plymouth bringing a player or two in. Um, Derby were bringing players in, and, and Barnsley were, were doing bits. We've gone right. We'll send Mighton back. Enough's enough. Um, we'll bring Flint in, uh, and we're 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 going to put three lads from the under 21s in the first team squad for the rest of the season and that's it we'll set up and we'll, we'll go what we've got i think that that's that that's a bold move to make with half the season still to play and yet nobody's batting an eyelid now because we've continued that run we keep going 
we, we've kept more clean sheets or leveled the clean sheet record and we're going to beat that. Um, we're on course to achieve stupid amount of points. Um, we can lose on Saturday and win a game in hand and still be top of the league, uh, which is a great buffer to have. Um, and if you look at the, the games that Plymouth and... Who's third? The, 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 the teams around us, I think it's Plymouth and Ipswich have got some challenging games this week, weekend. Um, we've got the easier of the games up there. So it's a, it's a good opportunity for us, if everything goes right, to, to, to put a bit of a buffer in against Plymouth as well. Um, he deserves a lot of credit. I, I, I love the stuff that I'm seeing around the club at the minute. Um, I've watched some of the, you know, the, the, the training days and the match day stuff on YouTube uh, this week, just with a little bit of downtime. Um, the banter that's going on around the place, the, the 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 clips that they're sharing and showing, I think is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, Ben, your thoughts quickly. <laughs> I, I haven't really got anything to add, to be honest. I think uh, nah. <laughs> just. just just enjoy it because, you know, you go up and it, it starts again. Always stay down. It starts again. Um, so, yeah, enjoy it while it lasts. We might go and lose on Saturday and we might go and lose 2-0. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll lose again. Mate, we'll lose again, we'll lose again won't we? Exactly. Exactly. So exactly. It, it, and, it is what it is. But if, as long as we lose more than... It, no, not that way around. Oh, as, long as, yeah. we win, as long as we win more than we lose between now and end of the season, I, I think that we'll be all right. Yeah, I think it's inevitable we're going to lose. And and anyone that... Oh, obviously, we, we want to go on the rest of the season. Of course we do. But there is always that niggly in the back of the mind. But like exactly like you've said, if if we uh, if we get more points than lose, then uh, obviously we're, we're good as gold. So it's it's the this time of the podcast that I love and everyone knows. He's <laughs> been putting it off for 54 minutes. The reluctance quiz master. Alba, and I'm going to swear here, and apologies if my family can hear me. Alba, fuck do it. I, I don't know. I just don't know. Anyway, everyone, right. So here we go. This is <coughs> your Sheffield Wednesday quiz for this week. And is it sponsored by Manscaped? Uh, I am not. No, no one wants. Look, come on. We're not going to. No, we're not going to. Go on, man. We're not going to shut it down people's throats. But if. They need some help downstairs to keep things in shape and trim. Then they know where to go. So just down here. Okay. So here we go. This is, guys, are you ready? Can you name from 1990 stroke 91 season Sheffield Wednesday's player of the year? Oh, my God. Granted, Ben, you may be at a slight disadvantage these old gets. So no, ben always wins. Ben oh, always know, wins. So, <laughs> so here we go. I'm going to go first. I'm going to go Simon, then Ben, and then Stevie. So, Simon, from 1990 stroke 91 onwards, uh, this, this is going to be a quick one, which is why I picked it. Lee Bullen. No, you're out. Nice start. Well done. <laughs> well, <thank you> <laughs> I, I told you these quizzes were shit. <laughs> Thanks for coming, Simon. And You're welcome. On, Anytime. I'll go put my lounge pants on. Of all the it... players you could have picked. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Bullen. Yeah, oh, I thought yeah. Yeah. Is he doing well at air? Anyone knows? Just signed Chris McGuire, yeah, they, I've seen. So. They, were on top of the, they were top of the league, weren't they? Not long yeah, ago. Um, um, Liam Palmer. Liam Palmer. Uh, yeah, of course. 
13 stroke 14 season. Stevie? Chris Waddle. Chris Waddle, 92, 93. Well done. Ben, back to you. Mark Beavers. Ooh. Mark Beavers. That's a cracking show. 07, 08. Well done, Ben. That, you see, that was my first season. Season tickets, <laughs> I remember. They that. are. They are sticking uh-huh. Mark Beavers with your first. Oh, wow. Go on then, Stevie. Barry Bannon. Barry Bannon is not on the list. Are you joking? I'm not and joking. Ben wins again. Hang on. No, I, have, I have got a couple more. I've got a couple I've, more. I've got more. I've got more. Which year do you think? What? Oh, my God. Which season did you think Barry Bannon won? I don't know. I just, I just said his name. All right, then. Go on, then, Ben, for the win. Uh, Kieran Westwood. Kieran Westwood. Yes. 16 stroke 17. Well done, Ben. <laughs> Well, I've told uh, you I was quick. Is Michael Hector Every... in there? No, Forestieri will be in there, surely. Michael Hector is in there, 2018-19. One oh, of the best the loan signings we've ever made. Yeah. Yeah. Go on, Ben, what was the other guess? Forestieri there, 15-16. Forestieri, 15-16, yeah. So, yeah. for everyone listening... Um... That, were, that were end of my guesses as well, that. So. <laughs> how, how, how the hell has Barry Bannon never been player at you? That's bizarre. Well, obviously not good enough. That. It's ash boats. <laughs> right, so here we go. I'm going to run them down. So everyone listening, if you don't want to hear the answers, uh, just mute it like you do when I'm talking. So are you ready? From 1991 is Nigel Pearson. 91-92, friend of the show, Phil King. 92-93, Lagod, Chris Waddle. 93-94, uh, he has said that he's the Stevie Spence is his best centre-back partner he's ever had. Des, you'll never beat Des Walker. 94-95 is Peter Atherton. 95-96, Mark DeGreezer, if that's how you pronounce it. 96-97, Mark Pembridge. 97-98, Paolo Di Canio. 98, I'll just go 98-99, Benito Carbone. 99, Nicholas Andelzanson. 2000-2001, Jelsea Bond. 01-02, Del Geary. What? 0203, yeah. Alan Quinn. This is where you see the cliff drop off for the players <laughs> who are now players of the season. I apologise to everyone now. 0304 is Guy Lane, my missus's favourite chocolates, Undumbu and Sungu. Shut up. Never. Definitely not. He did 04... not get player of the year. 0304, son. I'm telling you. If, if this reliable website is to be believed. 0405 is Steve McLean, 0506 Graham Coughlin, 0607 Glenn Whelan, 0708 Mark Beavers, 0809 Marcus Tudguy, 09010, apologies everyone, Lee Grant, 1011, Neil Meller. Now, weren't he only on loan for like six months? No, he had a year and scored 20. Didn't have a year. Oh, 20. Oh, apologies. Yeah. 1112, Jose Semedo, 1213, Lewis Buxton, 1314, as we've said, Liam Palmer, 1415, Westwood. 1516 Forestieri, 1617, oh, sorry, 1718 Adam Reach, 1819. <laughs> 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 Telling you, it's respectable, this website. 19, <laughs> 19 and 20, Dom Iorfa. And for a bonus point, can anyone tell us last season's player of the season? Um... Last season. Jesus Gregory. Christ, lads. Gregory. Lee Gregory? 
I don't know because I ain't got the answer, but it seems good to me. <laughs> <laughs> and that so, quiz was brought to you by Blair. That, that, no, 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 no. So, all Blair's fan club on YouTube. Sorry, it wasn't Blair tonight. So, uh, and on that note, if you missed Blair this week, he's uh, he, we've let loose and he's got his own little uh, side podcast. He's done a, uh, a preview I of the Charlton game, side hustle. <laughs> He's done a preview of the uh, Charlton game, so go give that a listen uh, for 20 minutes if you've got nothing better to do. Well, uh, so that's Bannon the quiz, man. So, pardon, sorry, yeah, Ben? Well, Barry Bannon have won it last year. Oh, I, I, mate. They are listeners. Go and Google it. Or answers on a postcard and there may Stop. be a prize. No, there's not a prize. Don't say that. There's only a prize if you uh, use the, uh, on Manscaped's website, the order code of TWW20, where you get the prize of 20% off. Simon, Simon, Dan is meticulously putting together a proper advert stroke thing for our new sponsors. So we'll just leave Dan to do his thing. In Germany. Uh, In in Germany. So I'd like to say, um, coming up, Charlton, let's... Oh, hang on. So for everybody's thing... Sorry, Dan. I only had it up to 1920, so apologies. <laughs> I should have made that clear, shouldn't I, really? <laughs> See, I told you. I, I told as I said, as we said, um, the, 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 the quiz sponsored yeah. by Blair. Oh, you've upset him now. He's gone. <laughs> so, well, I was going to say, uh, give us a prediction, guys, for Charlton. But uh, obviously, I'll have it from uh, you and you and Simon and Ben instead of Steve. If Steve can go now, is is so go on, Ben. What do you think? One one. one one, one one, Simon. Two one Wednesday. Two one Wednesday. I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna let him back in. Two one Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> hey, Zia, look. <laughs> So, um, I will laugh, oh, I'm a hissy fit. I was laughing that much. Honestly, I was laughing that much. I kicked myself out of the group. Apologies, everyone listening. Um, thing, but I, uh, I'm not a big fan of quizzes. So, yeah, forgive me. I'll probably not host again, which you'll all be happy about. So. <laughs> Definitely. Can we, can we just say, I, I, I had a quiz tonight that was the killer quiz, and you went, no, I've got it. Well, yeah, you can do it next week. It's not like Save you never next week, Steve. Though. I might not be on next week. Oh, squad rotation. <laughs> hey, trust in Darren Moore. <laughs> Charlton, Steve, you got, you got prediction. Uh, I think I think we're going to draw. Any sort of any any draw one all five all. Um, I think it's going to be a scrappy one all, and I I, I think I'm sorry, obviously. In all seriousness, I think um, I think Hector's going to have a part to play. It's one of those games where a story's been written, hasn't it? Um, I know that if you listen to the other part of the pod that Blair did, um, the, the jury's still out down there. But I just think it's one of those games where he's going to get himself up and he's going to have a bit of a point to prove. And I think it's going to be a difficult afternoon for our front line. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I hope we carry on. I'll take one all. I um, yeah, I'm I'm going to go for a one nil win. I think, um, 
but not a good game. But I'll take a one nil. I'll t- if we come away with a point, we, we we carry on twenty games unbeaten. And but yeah. like we said earlier, if we lose, I'm not going to lose my head. I don't think. So that's my thing. Um, any of you guys got any other business? I have just one thing, if that's all right with everybody. Just want to, and as Stevie said it earlier, and I don't hear really echo this. I just want to say that obviously, on a club front, on everything going well on the pitch, but it seems like things in the media part of the Sheffield Wednesday club have upped up the game. I don't know if it's new staff or whatever, but it just seems that the stuff content that they're putting out now, whether it be YouTube videos of training, questions with the players, or just pictures, some of the pictures that that they're putting out some cracking media. Uh, I just want to, I want to big them up, which I think you yeah. should do. We, we no yeah. doubt would blate them if they were shit. It's a, it's a mix. It's a mix of things. They brought in a company called Lens Go Visuals that are doing all the video stuff. There, they're doing the behind the scenes stuff, which is great. The, the training videos as well. Uh, I think picture side of it is Harriet Massey, who's been yeah. uh, done the, the the article with Joe Cran. And yeah, big Wednesday fan and doing what she loves, which is great, and it, doing a really good job of it too. So yeah, it's worth. It. No. Yeah, definitely. Um, I those of you watching on YouTube will know that my little and she wants to be famous, so she sits on there for the first ten minutes. Um, but in all seriousness, oh whoa whoa, it's Dan Fudge has been doing this eleven years and he's not been famous. She can't come on oh, for 10 minutes. If she does, she, she's going to spit feathers, man. She she, she will go to court tomorrow and say, I was on YouTube last night. And that'll be, she'll be talking to town. Anyway, um, we sat down sort of seven o'clock-ish and she wanted to watch the, the training stuff and she wanted to watch the uh, the match day stuff in particular. I think is great. Although she now wants me to t- pitch up uh, in the car park at 12 o'clock, whatever time it is that they turn up. She wants an autograph an, an autograph book. She wants all of that. Um, I'll be down Kellum somewhere next home game at 12 o'clock, guaranteed. Um, but uh, it's, it's just great to get for, for people to see that sort of stuff behind the scenes because at the end of the day, we're all, well, three of us are old and cynical and one of us probably still has aspirations of um, being a professional footballer. Oh, sorry. Put your mouth I'm joking. I'm, I'm, you know, you know yeah, it, it's just nice. It's a, it's a great way to engage. It's a great way to, to to sort of put that out there for that next generation. We've sp- spoken about it in different situations over the last few weeks about giving back to the fans and making the fans feel more part of things. Um, I love that I get to do it with my little and um, you guys, Ash and Sire, in a, a similar situation that you get to spend the day with your boys. Um, and it, it means the world. And when, you know, we, reality is be away from this podcast, we're, we're knackered, aren't we? And we're getting up at stupid o'clock and we're working all hours God sends. We get to do this. We get to have a chat. We catch up. We have five, ten minutes off air and we spend the week talking to each other. But to be able to do that with your little ones, the club putting out that stuff is what makes the next generation fall in, in love with it, if that sounds, if that makes sense. And I think that's important. Um, the the love watching the Stockdale stuff. His jokes are terrible, but you know Stockdale's value, absolute banter all day. That that's yeah. an interesting thing to take on is is Stockdale's involvement since he has been benched is the fact that he's getting so involved with the training, so involved with you know you're watching pitch side during a game and he's almost one of the coaching staff now, isn't he? Which is I think brilliant he is. to say. Yeah, I think he is. I think it. I think it's. I don't know what the laws and or anything else else is going on, but. 
him being on the side is another voice, isn't it? And whether or yeah. not you've got a certain number of people that are players and a certain number of people that are coaches, he's getting in and it's almost like he's managing elements of the game. And he's not just talking to uh, Dawson, he's talking to the, the, the defence as well. He's talking to people outfield. Um, if, if, that, if that comes out and he's doing that behind the scenes and... You know he's part of things, and you know we can take that on. Then that's another master master stroke from Moore's point of view, isn't it? Without a doubt. And the whole yeah, thing but... with there was photographs of uh, Darren Moore high fiving the mascots coming off when they're on Saturday, mm-hmm. and just generally involved with the supporters, which is 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 fantastic to see. He's not aloof at all. He he he, he claps to hi ho silver lining, and then. And and I and I don't think he does that for media attention. He does that because yeah. he gets gets involved, and, and he's he's one hundred percent Wednesday, isn't he? Yeah. He gets it. He does. Yeah, get he does. It. He gets that's it. it. That, yeah. That's the thing. He he likes it. It's not for cameras. It's not for the media side. I think he just does generally, genuinely. Sorry, get it. And that's yeah. for the clapping um, and interaction with the the uh, mascots and everything. But yeah, I mean, long may it continue. Um, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks guys for joining me. Uh, I'm sure you've had a, a great time as always. Um, well, that's it. Uh, Dan will be back, no doubt, next week. Um, thanks, Stevie. Yeah, yeah, I've done a good job. Uh, you won't see big heart, heart emoji hand Gareth Bale thingy to me. Thanks, Stevie. Only for you, um, my man. <laughs> but, uh, thanks for joining us. I hope you have a good week in whatever you're doing and we'll see you next week. Cheers, guys. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh! Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later! This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.